Lord God, we pray for all the men tonight, Lord God. Lord God, that the yokes would be broken right now, Lord God. Lord God, that pride would be broken right now, Lord God. Lord God, that they are selfless men of God, Lord God. Lord God, that they are being bold in who you've called them to be right now, Lord God. That they will no longer hold back, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you right now that they are unified, Lord God. We thank you right now that they are doing your will in the earth, Lord God. Lord God, and we pray for all the women, for all the wives, Lord God. Continue to allow them to be coverings. Continue to strengthen them, Lord God, as they intercede for their men, Lord God. Lord God, we pray for all the single women here, Lord God. Thank you for their man of God that is coming, Lord God. We declare them to come forth right now in the mighty name of Jesus right now, Lord God. Father, have your way in this place tonight right now, Lord God. We exalt you, we praise you, we honor you, Lord God. There is no one like you in all this earth, Lord God. And we make it known right now, Lord God. You are our strength, Lord God. You are our covering. You are everything that we need, Lord God. Help us to believe and know that you are everything that we need. Let us no longer look to anyone but you, Lord God. For you are everything that we need, Lord God. fill us up with your presence lord god fill us up with your joy lord god let us no longer look to our past lord god let us know that our identity is in you lord god lord god help us to be free in your presence lord god Help us to be totally free in your presence, Lord God. And let there be permanent change in your people today, oh God. Let the word come forth and do what it's called to do. Let it be implanted into the people's heart, Lord God. Let it be rooted, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We don't take it for granted, the ability to worship you. Lord God, we count it in honor, Lord God. 
Thank you for allowing us the ability to worship and honor you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we come to you with repentant hearts, Lord God. We come to you ready, Father God, to intercede on behalf of those who cannot intercede for themselves, Lord God. So right now, Father God, we thank you that as we're in here gathered, Lord God, that you have placed a hedge of protection around us, Father God. While there are churches that are being shot up and bombed, Father God, while they're in worship, you saw fit to watch over us to protect us, Lord God. We even thank you right now, Father God, that you are placing us all in our right mind. We're on one accord to worship you, to pray unto you, Father God. They are those who are crying out for someone to stand in the gap for them, Father God. So we lay aside everything that concerns us, Father God, whatever we think we need, whatever we think we desire, whatever we even think we came here for, Father God. We come on one accord, Father God, asking that your kingdom would be advanced in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we just come before you right now. We're praying for Colorado right now, Denver, where a school was shot up, Father God. We pray a hedge of protection around those who are looking for the suspect who did it, Father God. We pray for those children, Father God, the families of those children who were killed, Father God, in that mass shooting, Lord God. We thank you that you kept our children safe, Father God, as they went to school. There were no mass shootings, Father God. We come against even the plan of the enemy, his attack on the schools in this area, Father God. We're not naive to what's going on, Lord God. We even pray right now, Father God, that you continue to hold back death from us, Lord God. We thank you even right now that you're protecting us in a place where we can come in and freely pray, Father God. Let us not take advantage of every time we come through this door, Father God. Let us not act naive, Father God, as if we can't wake up tomorrow and our rights be taken, Lord God. So thank you for keeping us. Thank you that we're not North Korea. Thank you that we're not Uganda or Sudan, Father God. All of those places who just for saying that you love Jesus, those people are being killed and crucified, Father God. So we go ahead and crucify ourselves, Lord God, before the enemy even attempts to do it. We die all day long for your sake, Father God. Have us to have a heart of endurance, Lord God, for your kingdom. Let us lay aside small things that don't matter, Father God. You've already taken care of every need that we have. Let us get into a mindset of being selfless, Lord God. So we come against every selfish spirit, Lord God. We come against every spirit of suggestion that needs entitlement, Lord God. We own the world nothing but to love them. So have that in our hearts, Father God, that we are just operators of love, that we are consistently walking in love, Father God. We come against the spirit of fear, Father God. We come against, Lord God, deception, Lord God, self-deception, any type of of deception or falsity, Lord God, that tries to rear its head, Father God. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you are counting on us to be who we say we are to you, Father God. Let us be real with you, Father God, first, and then real with everyone else, Father God. Expose the body of Christ. Expose us and call out everything that's not like you, Lord God. 
If our doubt in you is causing delay in the kingdom, Lord God, expose it, Father God. If our non-belief in you is causing delay in the kingdom, expose it, Father God. If our unfaithfulness to you is causing delay in the kingdom, expose it, Father God. We thank you even right now for maturity, Father God. Spiritual maturity in your children, Father God. Let us run to your word and get, be corrected, Lord God. You said, come and let us reason. So right now, Father God, we're laying our hearts before you. We want to know what to pray for for someone else, Father God. You told us to take no thought for anything, Father God. None of us are outside, Father God, sleeping in the streets, Father God. None of us are hungry, Father God. None of us are in a hospital hooked up to things, Father God. None of us are being assaulted in this moment, Lord God. All of us are in our right mind, Father God. We thank you even right now that we're not scared, Father God, to come in here and praise you. Let us value our relationship with you, Father God, because you didn't have to save us. You didn't have to choose us, Father God. So we thank you for every time that the bullet missed us. We thank you for every time that the rapists didn't get us. We thank you for every time that our husbands weren't killed. We thank you for every child that made it into the world, Father God. We thank you even right now for every mistake that we made and you still allowed us to prosper, Father God. You still allowed us to stay in our right mind. So, Father God, we stand up on our towers as watchmen, Father God. I pray that you would exalt the weak, Father God. Allow them to see that you are strong and that they can do this in you. We come against doubt, Father God. We come against doubt. I pray that you would touch the hearts of your children. Have them to know who they are. Our identity in you. We are not frail and weak. We are not downtrodden. We are not broken, Father God. So I thank you. You can trust us, Father God. So I thank you that we will be honest with the assignment that you placed on our lives, Father God. Convict us when we don't go into the hedges and the highways. Convict us when we don't study your word. Convict us when we don't walk in love. Convict us when we exalt our thoughts as God. Convict us when we don't tithe. Convict us when we don't love. Convict us when we're stubborn, Lord God, and disobedient and stiff-necked, Father God. I pray that your truth would come in through the body of Christ and that your glory would come and expose us, Father God. We trust you that even in the exposure, you will be glorified, Father God. So we thank you for the great exposure that is coming to the house of God. So I thank you even right now, Father God, that while we have time to get it right, that we would get it right, Father God. So I honor you, Jesus, and I thank you for your word. You didn't have to give it to us. You didn't have to give it to us, Father God. You could have left us on the path to hell. You could have left us in damnation. You could have got down off the cross. You could have not went to the cross. Let us not forget what you did, Father God. Let this not be routine, Lord God. Just another Tuesday where we come and pray. Just another Tuesday where we want somebody to talk on our issues. Father God, we thank you that the issues of this world, they're lost. That matters more than whether I have a house or a car or a husband or a child or a wife or if my business is flourishing or even if I have friends, if I have a close relationship with my family, none of those things matter. The only thing that matters is there's someone who doesn't know that you exist and they need you, Father God. And you're relying on us to be your mouthpiece in the earth. So I come against every lackadaisical spirit in this house. I pray that a spirit of evangelism will break out in this house, that you will loose your evangelists, 
that you would heal their minds, that you would touch their hearts, that the spirit of evangelism would take over Hampton Roads because we are in line with you. I call the remnant forth in the name of Jesus. I thank you that in these end times, Father God, we will show up and make you proud, Father God. We are no longer children needing milk, Father God. So we thank you for the meat, Lord God. We thank you that we are strong and ready to pray, ready to fight, that we won't get tired, Lord God. We come against any thought that comes against your word, Father God. Those who need to be baptized in the name of the Father, Lord God, that they will get the Holy Spirit for real, Lord God. That it will be real change, Lord God. I come against every thought of your past in the name of Jesus that has tried to tell you that you are your past. It is a lie from the pits of hell. So I thank you, Father God, that we walk in the reality that we are born again. And I thank you that we don't walk in a deception that we are born again and we're not. So, Father God, I just thank you for truth. I thank you for trusting us with truth, Lord God. I thank you for trusting us with truth. I thank you that you didn't strike some of us dead when we stood up here under false pretenses, Lord God. That you showed us grace and mercy when we knew we weren't right. When we came out of routine, out of tradition. When we lift up traditional hands instead of true hands ready to worship him. Those who thought we didn't, you didn't see us in the dark, the thoughts we had, or the things we said in the dark, Father God. So I thank you for your grace and your mercy, Father God. I thank you that those in deception would cry out to be delivered, Father God. I thank you that while it is day, Father God, that they would cry out for their salvation, Lord God. Let us not be deceived. Let us not be deceived. People are counting on us. Let us not be selfish and just think about our homes or our houses, our children, our cars, our money, our church. Let us think beyond that. Father God, I thank you for an aerial perspective, Father God, as to what's going on in the earth, Father God. I pray that you would encamp your angels around your men and women of God who have died to self, Father God. Those who are going on the front lines, who think that no one is interceding for them. Those who think they're alone, Father God. The ones who are in those jungles in North Korea, smuggling Bibles in, Father God. The ones who are in China, Lord God, trying to build up burnt down churches, Lord God. The ones who are still spreading the gospel, knowing they'll be killed the moment they say your name. The ones who glorify you in places, Father God, with just the thought of you will cause them to be killed. The children that who have stood up in boldness in Africa to say that you are King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We call for boldness in the children in this house that they will no longer be lazy in your word. That they will stand up as who they're supposed to be as children of God. You are the next generation, the next leaders in the body of Christ. So we command you even in your age to stand up and reign in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for parents, Lord God. The ones who may be ill-equipped in this house, Father God. I pray that they will cry out to those, our leaders, who can teach them how to raise giants in the kingdom. That they will, they will bow down to their pride of thinking they know how to do it. The word said there's a way that seems right to a man. So, Father God, we thank you that that way would bow down to the word of God. We pray for these husbands who have been in their own mind. These husbands who have thought they could do it on their own, Father God. We come against that spirit of pride and rebellion that is trying to break down the homes. We arrest your mind in the name of Jesus. We saturate it with your blood, Father God. We arrest the minds of the wives who are tired, Father God, 
I thank you that you would gird them up and give them strength to get back on course, Father God. So I thank you that nothing matters but the kingdom moving forward. Father God, we come pray right now for those single mothers, Father God, that the word single mother would no longer be a word in this house, Father God, that they would know that they are chosen of God to bring in gifts into the world. So I thank you for the fruit of their womb, Lord God. I thank you that you protected them while they brought these children in. Whatever relationships didn't work, it still worked for your good, Father God. So we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. We pray for ex-husbands and ex-wives, Lord God. We even thank you that that worked for you being glorified, Father God. We pray right now, Lord God, that you kept our pastor, Father God. You allowed him to see another year, Father God. We don't take that lightly as pastors are dying in the pulpit. Pastors are dying as they're studying. Pastors are having heart attacks. Pastors are being framed right now in the name of Jesus. But you protected our man of God. You saw fit to show us grace. So we thank you, Lord God. And we pray a hedge of protection around his marriage, around his finances, every place that his feet trods, that it is appointed of God. Father God, we pray that you would illuminate the path even more wherever he walks in the name of Jesus. And all that encounter him would be delivered in the name of Jesus. That they would be healed by his shadow because of his connectedness with you, Father God. We come against any false relationships that may be trying to enter into our man of God's life. If they mean him no good, Father God, let him not cross the threshold. We thank you even right now, Father God, that his ears are open and tuned to the heavenly key, Father God, that he is able to roll back the scrolls and see the plan of God for this house. We even pray right now for our teacher, Lord God. We even pray right now, Father God, and we repent for those in the house who have not covered our leaders, Lord God. We ask for grace and mercy because we are one body so if one person didn't cover them we all didn't so father god we come against it in the name of jesus get back on your post in the name of jesus so i thank you that our spiritual leaders are covered we pray for the prophetess we pray that as she's making this next move father god that you it's a heavenly move and that you're giving her insight spiritually as to how to change the nation father god i come against any spirit of doubt or fear anything that has tried to seep into her home or her marriage i thank you for being her provider father god i thank you that you are protecting her and the elder as they go forth to snatch the generation out of darkness i thank you that all they need father god that it will come unto them be it unto them father god that doors will begin to open that men and women of god that you place on this earth for them just to serve and help them move the kingdom forward will begin to show up out of nowhere father god so I thank you that that plan that the enemy had for her when she was going to drive, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We appropriate the blood of Jesus over every vehicle that she drives, every highway that she's on, every place that she goes to minister. Your angels are already there. So we stand in agreement with heaven over the plan for the prophetess of this house life. We come against everything that is trying to break down the foundation of family. We are not naive to the fact that the majority of us have come from dysfunctional families. So we come against that spirit that's trying to be generational in this house. And I thank you for strong families, strong homes, strong women of God, that the young ladies in here will be fully clothed and know how to carry themselves as women of God, that the men would only seek the heart of God. I thank you right now that fathers will stand up in who they're supposed to be and declare the works of God over their wives, Lord God. 
So I thank you that as their wives begin to see, they will give the plan to their husbands. We come against contention in any house, Father God. We come against division. We come against anything that would break the unity and the bond of peace in this house in the name of Jesus. I thank you that we are getting our second wind. We're no longer weary, Father God. I thank you that people will begin to cry out. I thank you that people will begin to pray in your spirit, Father God. We serve the enemy notice. I thank you that you release your frontline soldiers to go ahead. You said send Judah first. So I thank you that Judah has already gone ahead and made way for the word of God to come. As we walk through our houses, Father God, we thank you that those are the places that you trod, Father God. As we get in our cars, those are the places that you go, Father God. So we declare every place that we've ever been to be yours in the name of Jesus. Anything that has come against your holy ground, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We come against high blood pressure. We come against diabetes. We come against HIV. We come against AIDS. We come against cancer. We come against ADHD. We come against any mental dysfunctions, Lord God. And also, Father God, we come against any type of disobedience because of the lack of knowledge that this is your vessel. So we command self-control to happen in this house, Father God, so that our vessels will be pure and holy and acceptable to you, Father God. So I thank you even right now, Father God, that we're not praying amiss. We're not asking you to remove something that is just destined to happen because of bad choices and decisions. So we thank you even right now that in those bad choices, we get to move closer to you. We get to be more intimate with you. So either way, Father God, you be glorified. You be exalted. I thank you even right now you would open the mouth of those who are afraid to pray. Those who are afraid to worship. Those who are looking around to see what people are doing. I pray, Father God, that you would let them be free. That the chains would be loose. That they would feel free in this atmosphere. That they would come to know you as their savior. That they would come to know you as their redeemer. That they would let go and just fall back in your arms, Father God. So I thank you that this is your place, that you've declared holy ground. We saturate the atmosphere on that frequency of the enemy with our vocal cords. So I thank you, Father God, we're coming against demonic frequencies that are in the atmosphere, trying to come against the mind of your people. I thank you, Father God, even for having a big mouth to be able to speak in the atmosphere, to not be silenced, to not get tired, to not have a voice that goes out because I'm able to continue to pray. So I thank you for endurance. I thank you that people are being encouraged even right now in this prayer, Father God, that they will begin to go through their house and everything that's not like you, that they will remove it in the name of Jesus. You can no longer reign, Hasatan. You can no longer reign in the minds of, your, of God's people. You can no longer reign. You are the God of this world, but we don't follow the orders of this world. So I thank you, Father God, that your kingdom would come, Father God. We call heaven down to earth, Father God. We thank you right now we're in position. We thank you that our lamps are trimmed, Father God. We ask for a fresh anointing, Lord God. We pray that your oil of joy would fall down and saturate us, Father God. That you would restore us to the joy that we once had in you, Father God. Restore us to the joy that we once had in you. Every giant of doubt must fall. Every giant of confusion must fall. Every giant of division must fall. So I thank you. You said it's a battle of words. So we hang on the word love, Father God, and we send that forth through the enemy's camp. We say that we are on one accord. We say that we won't let somebody fall. 
We say that we won't give up. We say that we will endure. So I thank you, Father God. Strengthen our spirit, man, to never give up. Strengthen our spirit, man, to never give up. Thank you for this second win for our spirit, man. We can't get tired. We can't get tired because the enemy doesn't get tired. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He knows your next move that you're contemplating making. Make the move of the Lord so that way that your way can be prosperous. So I thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for the intercessor. Hasatan, you are not slick and we see you. So we thank you that you are covering our intercessor in this house, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that you just announced to the enemy that the intercessor has intercessors that are already on the front line for her. I thank you that you've already exposed your intercessors for the intercessor. And we're already equipped and ready and we don't get tired we don't work so we don't get tired we can pray all day so i thank you father god for our intercessor being whole in her mind i thank you for every demonic spirit that the enemy has tried to stop her that is coming to not in the name of jesus i command her home to come in line her home her heart to come in line i thank you that she will never be in doubt as to you speaking to her that she would never be confused for the prayers that she needs to pray for this house. Remove anything and anyone who is in the way of the intercessor. You must go. You must go. You must go. You must move. You must move. You can no longer stop the intercessor. You must move. You have to get out the way. You have to get out the way. We need the prayers of the intercessor. You have to get out the way. You no longer have reign over the atmosphere of her mind. So I thank you, Father God, that you will begin to minister to our intercessor at night. Minister to her when the enemy will speak anything contrary to your word, Father God. Minister to her husband. You can't have his mind either. You can't have his confidence. You can't have his confidence. You can't have his confidence as he secures this building I pray that he secures his wife's mind, that he secures the walk and the call on the intercessor's life. Strengthen him to fight, to do war. You are equipped, man of God, to do war. You are equipped to do war, man of God. Come up, Greg. Come up, Greg. Come up, Greg. Come up, man of God. Come up, Minister Greg. You got this. God's got your back. You can cover your home. You can cover your wife. You are her foundation. You will not fail. You can do it. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you for joy breaking out. We will no longer be a people who are deceived in this house. The countenance must change 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 in this house. Stand still and see the salvation of our God. Stand in joy. Stand in peace. Stand in love. Do war. Do war. Stop laying down and being defeated. Fight. You can fight. So I pray for every new person who's come in. I thank you even right now, Father God, whatever they need. We don't have to intimately know them, Father God, but we're connected to them spiritually. So if my sister or brother is hurting, connect us. Give us compassion for them. Whatever's out of balance in their home or attached to them, it has to come in line in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the new people coming, that their marriages will be whole. That they would already come with their assignments ready to serve. That they will come fully mature, Father God. That they will come bringing meat to share, Father God. 
that they will come ready to work, that they will come with the plow with their hands on it, ready to help, ready to lead, Father God. So I thank you in the name of Jesus. I call the worship team up. You must come up in the name of Jesus. Your life must be in order. Whatever's not in line in your life, we coming against it in the name of Jesus. Clean your house up, worship team. Clean your house up. If your house is dirty, you can't lead worship. If your house is dirty, you can't lift your hands. So I call the worship team up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Playtime is over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's wartime. Hallelujah. Playtime is over. Hallelujah. We've been playing too long. Hallelujah. It's serious now. Hallelujah. The enemy has a dot on all of our heads. We need to stay under the radar in the word of God. Hallelujah. 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 It's not about yelling. It's not about yelling. What it is is imprinting your voice in the atmosphere where the enemy has tried to place his frequency. So it's not about yelling. It's about using your weapon to let the enemy know I'm here and I belong to God. So we thank you, Jehovah Nisi. We are coming behind your banner. Jehovah Nisi, we see you. We are coming behind your banner. You are Lord God. You are almighty. Who we are means nothing unless we're in you. So I thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 It could be your last night. Hallelujah. This could be your last breath. Hallelujah. Don't take it for granted. Hallelujah. Is your salvation secure? Is your place secure? Is your name written in the book of life? Hallelujah. You may not have tomorrow. You may not have next week. You may not see your next birthday. You don't know. Are you right with God and man in this moment? Hallelujah. 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 He's waiting on the one who says, send me and I'll go. Send me and I'll go. That should be the cry of our hearts. Send me because I'm ready and I'll go. That should be everybody's cry. Send me to love. I'm ready. Hallelujah. Send me to pray. I'm ready. Send me to love. I'm ready. Send me to love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's in Jesus' name, his matchless name that we pray and believe always. Amen and amen. Come on, y'all. Y'all can Shabbat the Lord. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God. Come on, you can praise him. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Oh, he's worthy. Oh, he's worthy. Oh, he's worthy. Glory to God. Woo! Come on, you can lift it up in here. Hey! Glory to God. Oh, he's worthy. Oh, he's worthy. Worthy, worthy. He's holy, he's holy. 
He's worthy. He's worthy. He's holy. He's holy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Nobody like the true and living God. Hey, glory to God. Jesus, my God. Woo. He inhabits the praises of his people. My God. Hey. Woo. He inhabits the praises of his people. My God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Glory to God. My goodness. <laughs> Woo. Some of y'all feel him. Some of y'all know him. Woo. Presence of the Lord is truly in this place. My God. Don't let him come and steal your hallelujah. Don't let the enemy steal your hallelujah. Don't let him control you. Now you can worship your God here. Oh, you can get crazy in the Lord here. <laughs> said, you be ashamed of me. He said, I'll be ashamed of you before my father. My God. He said, what you got, go to the rooftops and shout it out. Woo! Glory to God. Hey, he's giving you life. What more could you ask for? He's giving you life. What more could you ask for? What else could you ask for that could trump life? My goodness. Woo, we got to learn how to be thankful. Got to learn how to be thankful. <laughs> Woo. Lord, I prayed for the house and I didn't get the house. You didn't know five years down the road that house was going to burn up. No, he just God. Oh, I didn't get the car. You didn't know that car was going to get in the wreck and paralyze you. No, you he's a good God. Woo! My goodness. Woo! My goodness. Somebody did me wrong. Yeah, but somebody else won't go do you worse. Mm -mm -mm. Learn. Learn. Glory to God. Got to be thankful. Got to be thankful for what you have. Mm, mm, mm. Man, some people worship God all night just to have a place like this. A country, another country, they'd be so happy. Y'all got two bathrooms? Oh, it's so much to be happy for. Nah, nah, we, we don't. Mm, mm, mm. Lord of God. I'm not talking much, I'm talking about the body of Christ in its totality their understanding of their God and how much he has blessed you already. My goodness. Woo. My husband left me. Yeah, but you didn't know he was going to kill you. He's not treating me right, but I'm trying to teach you to trust me. I'm trying to get you to put your trust in me. Now be faithful to him. See, it ain't unto him, it's unto God. If you could get that. I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to get something to you. My goodness. Hallelujah. Ah, God. You gotta be thankful. He said, 
in everything. In everything, give him thanks. He didn't say for everything. He said in everything. Give him thanks and give him glory. Give him praise. Acknowledge me, he's saying. We come here together today. This is, this is more important than anything that you could possibly think you need to do. Just can I get to the place of the gathering today? It's a mindset. It's a mindset. I would not destroy if I could find five righteous. I would not destroy if I could find an intercessor. Just one. Just one that would entreat me on behalf of the body of Christ. If I could find one. tells you the power of unity. It tells you the power of your prayers. Apollonia, your prayers can ascend to God. See, we, we think that's nothing. No, we're talking about the creator of everything that you have a direct access to. See, the human mind can't even wrap around at it. Because if it did, we would pray more. We would have understanding that God hears me. And my prayer counts. My prayer ain't no more powerful than yours, Dejan. My prayer ain't no more powerful. You can touch his heart just like I can. He can speak to you just like he speak to me. There's no difference in, see, there's no variance in God. No one person is greater than the other. But what he wants to know is how intimate you want to be with me. How much do you want to expose your heart to me? Mm. How much will you come under my authority? You can't yield authority unless you're under authority. Man. I mean, we, I don't want us to take for granted what we're doing here and how important it is to attend prayer. No matter what you're going through, no matter what kind of day you had, I'm getting to prayer. I get to come to a place where there are other believers because my prayer is powerful. It counts. God is entrusting me to speak what's in his heart because I've been in his presence. Sarah, your prayers can change a nation. See, see, we won't, we won't, we got to believe that. I will not destroy if I could find one intercessor. If I could just find one who would entreat me. On behalf of a rebellious people. Man, say that. Why just be 
Sometimes I just I can feel it like, oh, I don't, I don't count. But I'll come. But my prayer don't really mean nothing. I'm, I'm struggling with some things here. You know, my prayer don't really count. Yolanda, your prayers count. See, this is the thing we got to get. He said, you come boldly now to the throne of grace. You don't come in there tiptoeing. You come boldly into his presence. I have a relationship. I've left my flesh out there. I'm not sin conscious now of my old nature. Man, see, this is how you can come into his presence. Now I can pray the will of the Father. And when I do that, all of my needs are taken care of. See, we missed the protocol of how to pray. And then what you're going through, somebody else is going through something worse than you. He said, pray for them. That's what we won't do. I just keep hearing people don't think their prayers count. Absolutely, they count. He said, pray, believe that you have received the will of God. Now, that prayer will be answered. I need a car, I need a job. We praying them prayers and help me. While you crying, somebody else is praying for you. But you can't pray for someone else because you're crying for you. You cannot be selfish. Oh. I told y'all how Satan gets us is through our super intelligence. <laughs> no, he gets us through our lack of knowledge of him. Paul. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. I'm going to get to Paul. But you need to study the word. But you also need to study your adversary. Paul, he knew God. I mean, he, he knew Satan. He was working for Satan. Paul was. So Satan works against the believer. What was Paul doing in pretense of the church? He was going after what? Believers. In who? Yeshua. So he was working for him. He was an agent for him. Paul. Revelation Paul. Revelatory Paul. So he, he knew the enemy. Pray. That you He said, don't be ignorant. Because I know something of him. And he was ignorant to the Mashiach. Who he was. This is how he get us. 
because we don't know who he is. Paul was pulling people out of their home. Families. He was opposing Christ. He was telling Paul, who persecuted me? Remember when he got knocked off that horse? He said, you persecuted me. Oh, man. See, y'all got to have a Damascus moment. See, he thought he was doing the right thing, the will of God. He thought he was. But it won't. That's right. So he was working for him. So we can't be, you got to study this enemy. You don't study him, it's going to get you. Go to Matthew. Let's find out how he do this. I'm going to make sure y'all not ignorant. I'm going to make sure y'all fully equipped. <laughs> first things first, love. I'll make sure we're operating it so we ain't deceived. Okay, let me show you something you might not have seen before. Let's go here. Matthew chapter 4. We got to go quick tonight because we got the app to release. So follow with me. Come on. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Very familiar. Matthew chapter 4 at verse 1. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus was led, guided by the Holy Spirit mm. into the wilderness, the desert, to be tempted, tested, and tried by the devil. Verse 2. Hold on. Not people. <laughs> Not situations. <laughs> tested and tried by who? <laughs> Plain and simple. Okay? All right. Verse 2. And he went without food for 40 days and 40 nights, and later he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are God's son, command these stones to be made loaves of bread. Stop. He made him question who he is. Here he goes again. If you be the son of God. If. Y'all got to watch that. Little word. Two little letters. Change your whole direction of your life. Sounds just like had God said. But go ahead. Verse 4. But he replied, it has been written, man shall not live and be upheld and Sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Verse 5. Then the devil took him into the holy city and placed him on a turret, a pinnacle, gable of the temple sanctuary. Took you to a familiar place. <laughs> Some place you know. Familiar. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And he said to him, if you are the son of God. Here we go again. Questioning your identity. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. Go ahead. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will give his angels charge over you. 
and they will bear you up on their hands, lest you strike your foot against a stone. What's he doing here? One, he's making them question himself. Then he's pulling them out of his purpose. He's attempting to. The same thing, the same, this, this you too. Okay, this you too. Come on. Verse 7. Jesus said to him, on the other hand, it is written also, you shall not tempt, test thoroughly, or try exceedingly the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Trying to get him to rebel. Y'all know. He's trying to associate him with his flesh. He got some, but that's not who he is. You got some, but that's not who you is. Well, that ain't right English, but who you is. But go ahead. Proper. All right, come on. (laughs) Verse 8. Again, the devil took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And the glory, the splendor, magnificence, preeminence, and excellence of them. And Stop. He said, I'm going to take you to a high place where you don't think you should be. Okay. Or you don't think you can actually ascend to. Yeah. I'm going to take you. <laughs> exactly. That's really good. And also knowledge. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come on. Mm-hmm. He see, I'm gonna take you exceedingly beyond what you think you can do. Oh God, come on. We're gonna work this thing. Oh, come on, do this. Come on. And he said to him, These things all taken together, I will give you if you will prostrate yourself before me. That means lay flat. Come on. And do homage and worship me. Hold on. Stop right there. You, you need to read that again. Verse read 9. Mm-hmm. And he said to him, these things all taken together. These good gifts. I will give you if you will prostrate yourself before me and do homage and worship me. He said the best for last. Because that's what he really wants. Is your worship. I know you heard it before, but you need to hear it again. (laughs) If you would yield yourself to me. If you would yield your heart to me. Because you only can worship in spirit and truth. But wait a minute. He's promising me these things, but... He's the father of lies. Father means what? Source. So he is the source of where lies come from. So it can't be the truth. <laughs> it can't be the truth. He, I'm the father of lies. That means I'm the source of it. Anything that you are the source of, you sustain. Okay. Ain't that crazy? It's called like child support. They still make you. 
you are the father. <laughs> Look at the eyes, Maury. Look at the eyes. <laughs> you are the father. So, oh, it's going to be good. Come on. Continue. Verse 10. Then Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan. For it has been written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. So worship is serving. Serving is worship. Who wants to serve? Because that's part of your worship. You got people don't want don't to serve. Then you got people who don't want to worship. It's the synonymous. It's one and the same. See, we missed this. Listen to this. Satan comes to tempt us just like he tempted Jesus with the appetites of our flesh food, sex, power, money, dominion. Some of us in that right now. Some of us got to make some choices. And it involves some of those. Dominion means it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's where the domain of the king is. I have dominion. Have dominion over this earth. Over the God. Okay. I have a right. Now watch this. It was Jesus though. It was Jesus, y'all. It's Jesus. Jesus did not come up with some supernatural, you know, mode to resist the devil. <laughs> he went to the source of all human strength. He went. He went to the source of all human strength. When it comes to defeating the enemy, he went to where it is written in the word of God and won against the devil. I didn't see him do anything except speak. And you won't speak. He didn't do nothing supernatural. He went to the supernatural source, but he didn't do nothing supernatural. I'm talking about in this. Okay. Hold on. It's hard to even understand that the word fasted. Mm -mm. That's, that's, that's a mind bender. And these only... Lead by what? And fasting. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh, man. Listen to this. He won against the devil in his most weakened state. Physically, emotionally, and mentally. I'm trying to help you. I can't take it no more. Y'all get me back there. Christ. 
he was in the wilderness for 40 days. He won't in the house. He was in the open elements, rocks, scorpions and snakes. He was in the he was in the wilderness physically, emotionally and mentally. He was there. Here we go. In the comfort of our own homes. Am I pulling the veil back? I'm trying to get us not to be ignorant. Because he's going to come for that ignorance. Okay, hold on, here we go. He was physically, emotionally, and mentally weakened. The word of God caused him still to prevail. Prevail over oh, the adversary. Give me my words. Prevail means, prevail means, check this out. It means proven more powerful than the opposing forces. In other words, victory. One, two, three, four people clapped on that. (laughs) Yes, I can. In his most weakened state, y'all know I can't take it no more. Y'all know that state. My money ran out. I, I can't take it no more. They about to foreclose. I can't take it no more. You know that mental state. Okay. He won't act right. She won't act right. You know that mental state. I'm done. But the word caused him to prevail. In his most weakened state. Prevail means proven more powerful. Proven more powerful than the opposing forces oh my god oh y'all can get some help here the enemy's gonna be mad y'all pray for me the word causes you see when we were talking about last Tuesday we were saying that you won and you have victory this is that prevailing word that is more powerful than the opposing forces that are trying to cut you down. Proven. Proven. Not hope. Proven. Prevail. Jesus, my God. That's all right. It's powerful. So we should use the same method that Jesus used. My question is, (laughs) do you know the word? He didn't do anything else but the word. (laughs) He spoke the word only. Yeah, minister. Speaking the word only. Come on. He should. See, no, God gave that to us. That was a prophetic song. But you having a problem connecting to it. Because you think it's just a minister singing. See, and that's what we've been entertain so much in church instead of prophetically hearing 
what the psalmist is really saying for my life. And the moment it becomes real to you, you can have whatsoever you say it. Because now your words come match the will of God. That's the problem. All right, here we go. Woo! God did not die so you could be living a life of luxury. Void of him. Because you won't come to church with $20. You're not going to come to church with $10 million. Because he know your heart. But you'll say, yeah, I will. Okay. Money don't corrupt you. It only makes you more what you are. It only brings forth your character. That's it. All right. That's it. It is true. All right. See, that's what I... Connect. Come on. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. All right. Do you know the word? That was what I asked y'all. The devil's no problem. I mean, it tells you he's already defeated. He, he's no problem. He's not a problem. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it is. The problem is your ignorance. That's the problem. Do y'all feel like that's a negative word? Y'all know I'm not calling you dumb. I'm not calling anyone dumb when you're ignorant. That means just a lack of knowledge. But a lot of people take offense to that. I'm ignorant. You just don't know how to do it. Didn't say you couldn't learn how to do it. Okay. But Paul said, do not be ignorant of his tricks, schemes, and devices. Means that, that you should be studying him. Nobody goes to war without studying their enemy. I mean, that's right. Muhammad Ali, he studied all his opponents hours and hours of playback. He knew how when he when he was swing, he knew how far their arm would extend. So he would knew he would not even raise that much energy because he knew how far he had to lean back. So he was conserving his energy instead of going, you know, all the way back like that. You know, he would just go here because I studied. I know how far your reach is. Y'all know how far the enemy reaches. Mm -mm. Here's the antidote to your actions, to the attacks, should I say. Now, I go to you and I say, you know, turn to Zephaniah 2, 3. Or I'll come over here and tell you go to Philemon, you know, 4, 5. We don't even know where that is. Is that Old New or Old or New Testament? We don't even, is that, by, is you making that up? That's not in there. Because you don't know your word. Micah, oh, new, what, who, what? Because we don't know. He said, oh, the new, folks looking at it right now, Googling. He said, oh, new, that's what? They're Googling right now. Mm-hmm. This is how he gets us. T 
teacher, we be quoting the wrong scripture for the wrong situation. Just like I told y'all on Sunday about using two or three gathering hands, we've been doing the wrong thing that it still ain't showed up. Because you hadn't repented. You haven't restored your brother. That's what that whole verse is about. See, been using the wrong. See, and he's counting on you being ignorant. Of that. Just keep quoting it. Just keep touching your neighbor. Ain't no scripture in there. Okay. Say, love your neighbor. That's right. Lay hands suddenly on no one. You trying to go home and find out why you having crazy dreams because you've been touching everybody. Shouldn't be doing that. Know them that labor amongst you. All right. Maybe we're going to teach on that too. Hold on. All right. Might sound funny, but it's true. All right, all right. There you go. Too much, too much touching going on. You touching, you got a love spirit. You don't need to be touching nobody. It sure is. There you go. When we understand, listen. We're not, when we don't understand the word, or the context of the scripture, you're going to have the wrong interpretation. And that's what I was showing you about Sunday. So you're going to try to go and use that word. And that's the wrong word for the situation. Mm-hmm. No, but everybody doing this. Jesus knew the exact scripture to use against the devil. He knew the exact one. And the scripture is all powerful. I didn't hear him yelling. And the word put him right in the place. Paul said this. Put on the whole armor of God. Go to Ephesians 6 1 real quick. I got to be finished in a few minutes. Ephesians 6 1. Let's Let's look at this real quick. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Yes. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Oh, excuse me. That's good too, though. 611, sorry. <laughs> or do we need to go there? <laughs> Calls us children. We need to obey. Come on. 611. Ephesians chapter 6 at verse 11. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier, which God supplies, that you may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Mm, some of them. He expects us to stand. He expects us to resist all of them. Handle all of them. And who, who armor is it? And who put it on? Who? Just like God's love. Oh, y'all ain't get it. Come on. Finish. Finish. Verse 12. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly, the supernatural sphere. Your battle's not even really on the earth. 
but yet we find ourselves fighting each other. Mm. <sighs> you mean, who I want to go in here? Who I mean, now, you mean your prayer is fighting them? Okay, let's, let's continue. Y'all going to get that. Let's continue. Mm. Verse 13. Therefore, put on God's complete armor. God's armor. Here we go again. It's not yours. It's God's armor. Thank you, God. Go ahead. That you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all the crisis demands <laughs> to stand firmly in your place. Give up. Cave in. Retreat. Stay home. <laughs> yeah, it's one thing to stand, but it's another to stand firm. See, you kind of have to stand firm because of the forces that are coming. And if you stand too close together, you're... you're your balance will be off, so you need to stand firmly. You know, horse stance. Okay, I ain't gonna mess with y'all. I ain't gonna mess with y'all. <laughs> I used to be in the dead, but come on. Let's finish. Verse, four, verse 14. Stand therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth mm. around your loins, and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude, and right standing with God. Verse 15. Mm -hmm. And having shod your feet in preparation to face the enemy. With the firm-footed stability. Whew. The promptness and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of peace. Oh my goodness. Verse 16. Yes. Lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith. Mm upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. Some of them. Hmm. Verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword that the spirit wields, which is the word of God. Pray at all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. Okay. There's your battle plan right there. How come you're not following it? Who is depressed? Mm. Who is not believing? See, won't he do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll say that. Won't he do it? Yeah, he will, but you won't do nothing. You have to do something. Yes, he will do it. He's able and he can. You're supposed to have prevailing faith. Okay, all right, here we go. Okay, let's see here. Let's see what the issue is. 
Watch this. You don't fight with the armor. You fight with the sword. <laughs> you don't fight with the armor. <laughs> you fight with the word. Y'all gonna get it. This is why you're losing the battle. Because you don't know the word. This is why you can't harness our emotions. You're still fighting the battle, the war with your flesh. And he told you this battle war is not of flesh and blood. That's why you feel the way you feel about the person. You know the person. I ain't got, you know the person. Because you, <laughs> you are in your flesh. And Satan is thinking, you, he's telling you, you're fighting them. They won't do what I say. That's not your fight. Listen, your helmet, <laughs> it's the helmet of salvation, right? You got your helmet, you're saved. Right? You got your breastplate. You got your righteousness, right? right? You got your, your feet shod, you know, to carry the gospel, right? All right? You got your shield of faith, right? Mm-hmm. You believe. That's what, that's what it is. You believe, right? But you don't know how to fight. Because you don't have the word. <laughs> you don't know how to fight because you don't have the word. You got all the equipment on, but you don't know how to fight because you don't have the word. You don't fight with your breastplate. You don't fight with your helmet. You don't fight with your feet shod. Okay. All right. The sword is the weapon. The sword is your weapon. The word is your weapon. The word is your weapon. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I almost forgot this one. You also forgot <laughs> that your loins are girded with truth. Uh-oh, that's the problem. That's the problem. Your loins have to be girded with truth. See how we can just bypass that? You, you, your hips, that's where the girdle is, right? So when you, you're playing sports and, and they tell you when you're watching the person, what you do, you watch the hips. Because where the hips go, they go. So when you believe, that's where you go. Y'all missing it. Your loins supposed to be girded with truth. God's truth. Not your truth. <laughs> Where your hips go, your faith go. <laughs> okay. You're trying to fight the enemy, right? You can't because you don't know the word. The enemy got you. He got you all mixed up. He got your helmet on backwards. He got your blessed prayed upside down. You got one foot shod. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There you go.
got you looking a mess. <laughs> and I'm saved. I mean, everything all back. Up, down. I mean, nothing. Come on, going to battle. Woo. My God. You talking about let's fight. You ain't got truth nowhere on you. Trying to quote the scriptures. Can't remember one. How come when we go through something, we never bring the word up? You know why? Because you're fighting in your flesh. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Okay. We see we quote it, but when it's time for us to actually apply it to the situation. Girl, you know what he did. They ain't doing this. He just all on the phone. Ain't go to the word at all. Then you hang up. Amen. We ain't amen. We ain't amen in about. So be it. See you at prayer. Ain't went to the word. Just cussed them out. Flesh everywhere. Mm-mm-mm-mm. How many had road rage? Yeah, I put my hand up. I got delivered from that. I got more practice in that. Just take another thought. It's trying to help you teach take not being your flesh. How many of y'all been real mad and you know you ain't got no gun, but you bend down like you're ready to do something? You that mad. You that mad. Like, you know, you ain't got no gun. You got the instruction manual in your glove compartment. You acting like you bad. Uh, come on, brother. Verse, I got my piece. I don't know about you, Pastor. Okay, here we go. This is another crazy thing. That one little thought could change your whole life. Because they might have one and follow you home. And you driving all around, you got but a quarter tank. Okay. You're trying to outdo them. They still follow you. They turn. You turning. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> I've done some crazy. Anyway, anyway, how you do some crazy things? Listen to this. Okay, here we go. All right. I'm just, see, I'm being real with y'all. All right. <laughs> I need the people to get the word. Amen. Remember, Satan's power comes from your ignorance. He cannot destroy if you know the word. This is why we must eat the word for our spiritual strength. Man, this is why we must walk in love. Because that, listen, because that's what keeps listen, our armor on. Oh, that's what keeps your armor on. It's love. It keeps it not in not only on but in the right position. Okay, that's what love does. The minute you remove the armor, <laughs> the minute you remove the armor, or have it listen on the wrong way, the enemy comes to tempt you. Then, the minute it's on, or okay, or opening, that's when he comes to tempt you, because he works through your flesh. All right. Now, those fiery darts can come in now to listen, to afflict you. 
Afflict means to cause pain or suffering or illness, to cause trouble. Mm. Woo. John, listen, John, uh, God told John to eat this word. He told Jeremiah to eat this scroll. Why? Because the word has to be in you. Let it become a part of your substance. Let it be, listen, let it be part of your breathing. Let it be part of your thinking. Let it be part of your seeing. Let it be part, listen, of your hearing. Let it get inside of your heart. See, this is the part he gives us. Because if you truly are saved, listen, because you are, if you are truly saved, then he's going to come one day. No, if you're truly saved, he's going to come like no other time ever. When you're weak. When you're emotional. When you're in mental distress. Your armor is not on. You're not operating in love. Oh, he's coming. See, you can't be ignorant, husbands and wives. We keep saying we understand, but he's like right there. Okay, let me help you with something. He comes. Luke 23. No, Luke 22. 31 and 33. That's a preacher right there. He's correcting me. Luke chapter 22 and verse 31. And 32. Simon, Simon Peter, listen. Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God. Y'all can't just go past that. You can't just go past that. Start that over again. Simon. Simon Peter. Look at that. Listen. No, you, you forgetting. What's that behind listen? Comma. Okay, what's behind listen? Exclamation point. And what that mean? Emphasis. Emphatic emphasis. Oh, it's time to pay attention. Okay? Come on here. Satan has asked. Excessively. See, he has to ask. Who is he asking? For what you're going through right now, what you got upon you. Who he asked, can I do it? And God said, sure. You said, they said they love me. They said they're obedient. Sure. Go right ahead. They said they're faithful. Sure, go right ahead. He said, don't y'all miss that. He has to ask. And you let him in with your disobedience. Come on. Let's do this thing. Listen, <sighs> Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God. Excessively? So you must be somebody then, Dejo. You must, you must be somebody, Apple. You must be somebody if he's excessively asking about you. Come on. 
Come on. That he might sift all of you Ooh. like grain. 32. Verse 32. But I have prayed especially for you, Peter, that your own faith may not fail. And when you yourself have turned again, strengthen and establish your brethren. See there? This is a whole teaching that I don't have time to get into tonight about when Peter turned and when God, when Jesus prayed for him. And he turned and said, you see, this is what happened. When we turn from our sin, you're supposed to get somebody. And understand what they're going through. You yourself. Okay, we really, see, we just do the scripture all wrong. I'm going to make sure we bring some clarity in here. Okay, okay. I, I can't go there right now. I got to, we must remember to use the right scripture for the right attack that Satan brings to us. You can't use the Lord's prayer for casting out demons. You know, like you see your brothers in Catholicism do. Demons spitting around, turning all this stuff, and you talking about something. They do, I walk through the fat you know, come on. That's not the prayer. He's counting on you doing that. What's going on? The prayer is come out dumb and deaf spirit. See, and this is what you won't do. Keep. Okay, I'm going to help us with something right here. You won't say come out unclean spirit. See, we, we're afraid. Okay. Listen to this. Satan power and his strength comes from our ignorance. Listen to what I just said. Satan power and strength comes from our ignorance of him. Paul said, know his trick schemes, attacks, adopt. Know him. Know his game plan. Know what's on your bloodline. My question is, do you believe in Satan? Do you believe in Satan? Because the world is filled with people who don't believe in Satan. This is what they say to us. They say, do not, do you really believe in God? This is what they say, do you really believe in God? You got people sitting right here. Do you really believe in the Trinity? Do you really believe in the word that it's the sword of God? Do you really need to read the word? <laughs> or should we just keep faking it like we've been doing it all the time? He's counting on that. He's counting on you not picking up your word. He's counting on you not walking in love. He's counting on that. Mm -mm. The word says that, or the world, should I say, says that the concept of the devil comes from, you know, this is what they say, it comes from like pagan mythology, you know? You know, with horns, you know, pitchfork and tail. This is how they, you know, this is how they say it, right? Y'all hear that? And people believe that. He's been reduced to some strange, you know, um, archaic idea. He's been reduced to that. Not from the Bible. See, the, Jesus spoke to him. He talked to him. He cast him out. He, no, he real. He sure did. 
The world has created a concept of uncivilized men's answers for evil. This is what they use, the devil. It's just a concept from, you know, uncivilized men. You know, fear. We'll just make up the devil. Right? Y'all, people believe this. Mm-hmm. And that idea is fading away. Watch this. From the minds of men. This is what he's counting on. So he can work right in plain sight. Do y'all hear me? Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Don't get distracted. Listen to me. He's fading away the concept of the enemy. Okay? Watch this. He's fading away in the minds of men. He's counting on that so he can work, listen, right in plain sight. This is what he's doing. So I'm, I'm trying to tell you what's happening. He's working right in plain sight. Listen to this. He said, no more hiding. <laughs> no more. This is what is happening. The more sophisticated our society becomes, the more freedom that Satan has. Okay. The more technology or the more technical we become as a society, the less he has to hide. Oh, see, y'all got to get this. Watch this. The more sophisticated we become, the more freedom Satan has to openly, listen, Manifest without rejection. See, if you were watching, you'll see it. If you're watching the movie, you'll see it. If you're watching what's going on in the government, you'll see it. Okay, okay. Abortion won't bad enough in itself. Now we can make the decision after the baby comes out. Well, what's happening here? What's happening here? I got the answer. Here's an example. So when a person is demonic or demon-possessed, we say that they are psychologically imbalanced. And that right there is accepted by society. So society is accepting demonic habitation. They're saying... It's just an imbalance. Yeah. Yeah. This is what they're saying with demonic oppression or possession. Yeah. Now watch this. This is how they're moving. That's what is accepted openly. So now it's okay openly to be demonically charged. It's okay. It's accepted. It's just a psychological imbalance. And we can counsel these demons. Okay, this is what's happening. See, some of you are trying to counsel your spouse. This is what's happening. Okay, watch this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now you have, now, now check this out. Now you have active shooters. Now you have active shooters 
killing our children, going into their schools, right? Now you have active shooters coming into churches, killing the people, right? All right. Where's the uproar? It's just a little bit. Watch this. Watch this. A little bit, a little leaven. Just a little leaven, leaven the whole loaf. Just a little leaven in society leavens the whole society. Okay, watch this. Well, here we go. This is what happened. I'm going to use this one. Like parents. And this is real. They'll say to the actor shooter, this is what they'll say. I'm going to show how they set it up. They'll say to the actor shooter, they go back to his childhood, and his parents, they beat him. This is what they'll say, that you beat that child. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or you didn't bring that child up right. Listen, listen, society now is involved. Okay, y'all, you're gonna get it. You, you, hold on, you, you're not gonna go into like Sandy Brook and 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 Columbine and and kill all these kids without a demonic presence. This, this is what's really happening. That actor shooter ain't gonna just go into that school just because he got a whooping because you didn't let them have a phone. No, it is an enemy behind it. it. It is being guided by an unseen entity. But we're saying it's okay. He's, he's just a little emotional. Psychologically, he's not in balance, you know. This is what's happening to the society that you're living in right now. My first cousin killed my mother's sister and her husband because they told him no you can't go into the marines until after you graduate college he's 18 years old this happened in the 80s he killed both of them shotgun sawed off blew head off everything because they said no and they paying for him to go to school She's a high uh, executive at Kellogg's, and he was a superintendent of the school system in Michigan. Because they said no. This is not just because they said no. It's demonically charged. This would have to be. So now Satan has gotten to child care. Satan's in child care now. Y'all hear me? Satan's in child care now. You can no longer have the right to discipline your child in your home without the law getting involved. This is Satan's work. Now go watch this. I'm going to answer that question too. In some cases, the law has to be involved. 
in some cases, the law has to be involved. That's right. It's like your parents, they, they, the lady going to jail, her and they locked all the kids up and starving them. No, no, they, 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 they come in on this one. But not because I told you, no, you can't have a phone. Something's wrong with society. And I'm going to help you. This is the last thing. Watch this. Hmm. All this because you wouldn't let them do what they wanted to do. Isn't that something? So if rebellion is legal. So if rebellion is, they're legalizing rebellion. Do y'all hear this? This is what they're doing. They're legalizing rebellion. It's the Satan's work. He's in the, take, he's in the daycare now. And no disciplinary actions are taken. So if rebellion is being legalized and no disciplinary action, disciplinary actions are being taken, what Satan is creating is this, a lawless society. This is what's happening. Just what you become a victim of. Mm. He's stealing our children. Oh, this is why you can't be rebellious, children. Okay, see there? We are steadfastly moving toward a lawlessness society. A lawlessness society. And remember, Satan is called the lawless one. So he's making a society conducive for his rebellion. And this is where we're moving fast, fast, fastly to would y'all agree, man, I'll tell you what, I want to do some more, but got to be finished. Listen, friend, are you going to go ahead and get that set up or did y'all already do it? And she's getting it done. Y'all enjoy? Got some insight? So this is what's happening. He's trying to create this realm where he can just have chaos. And guess where the chaos start at? In the home. If I can divide the home, I can divide the nation. My God. That's why we got to love each other. That's why we're trying to. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What you mean? You want to move this out of the way? She's going to get that set up, and then we're going to show you all the thing for the app right quick. Are you learning? Yeah. I hope so. I receive another, another level of the understanding of learning. And learning is learning and understanding is not the same thing. So when I ask you all, so what did you learn? Learning or to learn has layers. So after a teaching or something, something is said, it said, okay, you have your own reasoning and you put it together, then you, you have your own opinion. Kind of start out and still have your own opinion about what you believe you understand. 
then you have to come to a place of that you actually understand it that's void of your opinion. Then once it's void of your opinion, then you actually have to apply it in a situation. And through your experiences is when you actually learn. So you need an experience to learn what you heard. <laughs> so if you're not applying what you heard, you're not learning and you're losing. Yeah. Sounds real simple, right? But the question is, why don't we do it? It's like I'm going the wrong way and I realize I'm going the wrong way but I continue to go the wrong way. Why don't we decide to go the correct direction? Anyway, learning. But with what Pastor is teaching tonight, the question is, I always say, what is Holy Spirit saying <laughs> to me? So what is Holy Spirit saying to me? If we don't do that, we won't become who we are. The Word of God says, I've given you power, love, and a sound mind. At no point are you to be powerless. In no situation should you feel over come overwhelmed that you cannot <laughs> okay I have to go quick because don't have much time it's giving you power love and a sound mind love is going to cast out all your insecurities the sober mind is going to keep you in line with the word of God we should be Strong mentally, physically, and emotionally because of what God has already given us. Amen. So what is, he, what is he saying to us about this teaching tonight? First of all, Jesus was giving, giving a task. He was giving something to do. He was given a task. And so are you. You don't recognize the things that you're dealing with. God has led you there. I'm just saying, until you really engage with the supernatural, you'll be fighting with each other. Jesus was led by the Spirit. So do you not know that the Spirit led you where you are? He, he has led you into situations. He has led you to where you're at. It's a, see, we have trials and temptation. We have trials, but you have only one temptation. I'm going to explain that to you real quickly. You have many trials, but you have only one 
temptation. Do you recall Jesus having any other temptation? So you have that only one temptation where God, Holy Spirit, leads you. This is so good. Oh, my God. He's feeling rushed. I feel like Pastor feel rushed. <laughs> and in that, see, with the temptation, it's layered. And this temptation goes beyond all your trials. It goes beyond everything that you have experienced. It, it tries every part of you. So we're talking about the, the body, the mind, so mentally, physically, everything. He was hungry, right? Everything. So this temptation is to test you, the wholeness of who you are. I mean, to its fullest. This is the battle of all battles. I was no, no, I ain't read it. Okay. See, but God has. When he was tempted by Satan, he used the temptation for his sovereign will. Everything works out for the good, for those who love the Lord. See, it, we say it, right? This is working out for your good because this is part of God's plan and purpose for your life. No, no, y'all see, yeah, yeah. See, but you have to know that you are led by the Spirit. We don't know that we're led by the Spirit. See, but Jesus had prepared pre battle. We are not preparing pre battle. He. Fast and pray. The fasting, see, see, it's more that your flesh have ascendancy or more power and authority than your inner man, your spirit. So he prepared, Satan saw him weak, but he was strong. And he was strong because he he had a pre-workout. See, y'all, the fasting had the body to be weak. So my spirit man, look, look, see, it's one thing so my spirit man would be strong, but what you have to understand, the purpose of my spirit being strong, it was to check my flesh. No, y'all playing. There is, see, that's your checker. Is your spirit because it's been led by Holy Spirit. And it checks the flesh. But he had to 
crucified daily. He had to speak the word only. He was attacked. It was an attack on Christ on Christ's humanity, but his divine part checked his flesh. Mm. Okay. Our source of our strength. So he didn't realize when he said about the bread, turn the stone, turn the stone into bread. And his response is that we, we don't live by bread alone. What is he saying? And we say that. He said, I live by the source of the bread. Which is the bread of life. I live by the source of the bread. See, no, no, no. See, I'm going to give you a different layer of the source of the bread. He said, I live by my obedience of the will of the Father. That's the source of the bread. No, 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 no. See, this is my strength. It's the source of the bread. And this is my obedience to the will of me obeying the Father. This is what gives me strength. See, it's your disobedience as to why I need another prayer. I need agreement. He is saying, I have the source of the bread. Which is, I need us to get it. Because start your strength. See, we're missing it. The, the fight, see, it's not a fight. Your only battle up is that you prepare before the battle. And that's in prayer and fasting. So I, see, and the fasting is a life of consecration of you crucifying your flesh by saying no. I live a consecrated life by telling my flesh no, which allows my spirit now to be led of the spirit. Oh, see, you know, y'all, see, y'all playing about how the enemy is to be defeated. See, there has to be no compromise in the word. There's too much. <laughs> Your mental capacity has to be expanded. That means you have to believe in the heart. I'm just, I'm going to have to end here. He said, watch and pray. He said, watch and pray, right? Watch and pray. If we would but learn the language of our native kingdom. We don't know the language of our native kingdom. Of our original kingdom of heaven. <laughs> watch and pray. Remain spiritually Vigilant and deny your flesh. Remain strong in the spirit. This, that's our first Peter 5 9. So that you can overcome the evil one. We're talking about the battle. The, we're, we're talking about temptation. And I don't believe maybe a few of us are at that place of temptation. You have experienced many trials, but the temptation you have not seen yet. Because the temptation 
comes for everything you got. It comes for everything that you love. It comes, see, see what's going to have to happen is that your children, you have to experience that your children turn their back on you. All those who say that they love you and walk with you would have to turn away. Oh, see, you're not at the place of temptation yet, but you've had many trials. We'll talk about this later, though. 